What a service already we've had. You know, we can just have a prayer and go home. Amen? Wow. You know, um, look at a picture there. Michael, throw that up there. All right? Isn't that an awesome couple? Wow. Man, I tell you what, that's my brother. You know, isn't the kingdom of God awesome? I tell you what. You know, uh, anyway, Akil is such a dear brother and what a what an awesome family. Uh, the kingdom of God is just so awesome that we have to be able to be with each other uh, and be one in the kingdom. But, uh, you know, there was another uh, event uh, that took place uh, here. Uh, uh, what night? Was it Tuesday? I forgot what night. But... Uh, Jordan uh, Green, stand up, bro. Stand up, man. Stand up. Yeah, I was baptized. And uh, did a great job on the keyboard while we shared a communion, right? Yeah, yeah, did a great job. And, uh, of course, his baptism there. And uh, then, of course, the, the awesome team ministry. Uh, you know, always have, they always have to jump in and get their picture in there, you know. But uh, you guys look awesome. You guys look awesome. All right, well... You know, Sally and I probably need to introduce ourselves to you guys again. You know, I think it's been a month since we've been here at the services. And uh, people have asked, are you guys still here? Do you still live in Dallas? Are you still part of the region? Yeah, we're still around. Uh, we're still here. So, uh, you know, you, you'll find that out this morning. We're, uh, but, uh, you know, we were in Oklahoma City with the church up there. We've been down in Austin. Uh, we've been with, uh, you know, the, the other services there uh, last Sunday at the 9 o'clock service. So uh, we're just having fun in our new adventure. Amen. We never know what we're going to be up to next. So... Uh, uh, we're enjoying our uh, new adventure. But uh, I want to talk to you about something this morning, though. You know, we all have a question. is How can we remain faithful to Jesus all the days of our life? How can we remain faithful? You know, how can we, in all, you know, the things that kill shared and all the, the things that we all have our story. We've all been through things in our lives. And all the ups and downs, the hills, the valleys, the struggles, and all of that, how do you dig down? How do you remain faithful? How do you remain faithful? I'm going to let you in on a little secret this morning. You guys like secrets? You know? Ooh, I'm going to, a little secret. I'm going to share with you this morning. But first of all, we got to pray about it, alright? Let's go to God in prayer. Father in heaven, we uh, are just so grateful to be here today. Uh, Father, grateful that we're in your kingdom, that we're in your family, that you are our Father. Uh, we're grateful that we're able to, to meet here, uh, Father, uh, in, in freedom, uh, to be able to worship you. Uh, God, we pray for everyone here today that their hearts will be drawn closer to you. That words that are shared, scriptures that are shared, the experience of all that we've shared so far in this service will move our hearts in a direction of closer to you. And that's our prayer. God, open us up. Let us be open with our hearts as we look at your word today. For us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 How to stay faithful all the days of my life. You know what? There's a passage over in Psalm 118. 
Verse 1 that says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. For His steadfast love, what? Forever. Endures forever. You know, back, uh, I love my prayer walks in the mornings, and I love it even more now because it's getting cooler. Wow. So cool in the mornings. But I was out praying one day, and this passage came to my mind, and that is in verse 24, that said, This, say it with me, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And you know why that verse came to my mind? Because I was having a lot of negative thoughts. Now, I know you probably hadn't been there. You can't relate to this. But I was just having one of those mornings where it was just... It was just a lot of things going on, a lot, you know, and and, and I just had to stop. And, I, and this verse popped in my mind, and I thought, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> this is the first day in the rest of my life, right now, and I can choose in how I spend it. I make, I get to make that choice, and so I decided that I was going. To, to, that verse was going to be my verse every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right? Every day. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, let's start off with a little video that I want you to watch.
not to be thankful for. Ever been there? As they say, been there, done that. <laughs> you know, um, you know. As we think about this, how to remain faithful all the days of your life. You know, we must remain faithful and grateful for what we have every day. You know, it's just one of those things. And I, I think just going back and looking at the life of Jesus and, and really focusing on Him for a few minutes, I think, you know, He shows us where His strength and where, you know, where He, where he kept His heart and where He kept His energies. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 19, you know, just the, the, the very familiar passage there about Jesus, uh, the feeding of the 5,000. So in ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he took five loaves and two fish. And what? Looking where? Looking up to heaven, he blessed the food and breaking the loaf, he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds. You know, Jesus, do you notice this? Jesus thanked God in advance of that miracle. He thanked Him in advance of that miracle. Do you ever think about that? Being thankful can bring miracles in my life. Amen. You know, I, uh, I was on, out back in the first of the year. Uh, I decided that for a week, I was not going to ask God for anything in my prayers. Because my prayers a lot of times turn to asking for things and, and wanting to bless and, and you know praying for you and praying you know asking God to bless you and bless you know, other and all this stuff. So you know what? I'm just going to thank God and thank Him. Just praise Him and thank Him. I'm not going to ask Him for anything. And you know, the first couple of mornings, that's sort of hard to do because you find yourself just wanting to gravitate towards. And so then, after a few days, then my prayers started being, you know, thank you, God, for this situation that I want to ask Him to bless or be with that, you know, or whatever that situation. I turned it around and thanked Him for answering that prayer. And, and just began to thank Him in advance of miracles that I wanted to take place and, and answered prayers in my life. And you know, it was such a rewarding week. And, and just that mindset of, of just wanting to continue to, to look for those things in my life. You know, over and over, I mean, again, you know, uh, feeding of the 4,000, Jesus again. I mean, he, he, over and over in His life, he, he looked up to heaven. And he thanked God. You know, there's another passage over in Matthew chapter uh, 26. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, verse, verse chapter 26, verse 26 through 27. And says, this is before the, the Last Supper. And while they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And when he had taken the cup and given thanks... He gave it to them. You know, Jesus was even thankful when He was facing the greatest crisis of His life in the coming hours. He was still thankful. 
And that spirit of thankfulness can prepare us no matter what life's darkest trials are in front of us and ours are in front of us. You know, Jesus also, in John chapter 14, uh, uh, chapter 11, verse 41, at the time of Lazarus, and raising Lazarus from the dead, and they removed the stone when Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Again, thanking God for the miracle that was going to take place before it ever had taken place. Our thankfulness. Our thankfulness will get us through all kind of trials. I, I appreciate so much the things that, that Akil shared. I mean, his heart and, you know, just the, being, being grateful. That Those take us through our darkest times. Those times that we feel are unfair and unjust in our lives. And, you know, they will carry us through all kinds of trials. Now, uh, I want to... Uh, Share a couple of things with you here. How can we do that? Okay? How can we take Jesus' heart and live it out every day? Number one, thankfulness is a choice, not a feeling. And you can choose it. You can choose it because it is a choice and not a feeling. You know, I am by nature a negative person. I, sometimes you may not see that side of me, alright? As a disciple, I've overcome that. But if you have, I know we all have a default switch back to our, our natural self, you know? I mean, it's sort of like who we are. And, and so if, if we're not careful, you know, and you, you, you're not living in the Spirit and, and living in the moment and all, as a disciple, you, you can default back <laughs> to, to your, your, sin, your natural sinful self. And, and, uh, and, and I am. I mean, I, I just... And I find myself even today, it's, it's easy to, to, to switch back into that mode. My pattern of thinking can go that direction very quickly. And I think a lot of it probably even led, led me into the fields that, of study that, that I went into when I was younger. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, mathematics and, that, and engineering and those types of things. And so coming out of school, uh, you know, going in, in the late 60s and early 70s in the, in the Apollo Center 5 lunar, uh, lunar program, you know, working in that field... You, you look for mistakes. You don't let anything go by. You know, in those early years, I know working uh, as a systems analyst with Boeing and Northrop and those companies for, for NASA, we, we had a motto that said, zero defects. Zero defects. A mistake that you make could cost someone their life when they're on a trajectory to the moon. <laughs> And so it was check and recheck and double check. You're trained to look for for errors and failures, and and it's just that in, in brain. Going into the ministry, you know, you walk into a room, you sort of tra- you train yourself. Okay, what needs to change? What's what's not working? What's what you know? You, you sort of look at, at things, and so very quickly you can sort of go to that critical mindset. And all, and and you know, in a way, that's good. But but you can't you can't live there. Yeah. You know, you can't live there. And so, being grateful, being thankful.
for man what we have and what we in God's kingdom. You know, I love. There's an article that uh, uh, actually it's a book that uh, I think one of the, had had a profound impact on me, uh, and it's uh, Victor Frankel. I mean, I know a lot of you read it. It's Search for Meaning, Man's Search for Meaning. But uh, to Victor, he was one uh, uh, of the uh, uh, Nazi uh, prison camp uh, back, uh, back in the 40s, mid-40s. Everything was taken away from the Jewish prisoners. They were stripped of their clothing, their pictures, their personal belongings. The Nazi captors even took away their names and gave them numbers. Frankel's number was 119104. That's all he was ever referred to in those about three years that he was there. But he said the one thing that the Nazis could never take away. Everything, quote, can be taken from a man but one thing. The last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude at any given set of circumstances. We still have the power of choice. We can choose to be ungrateful and look at the negative or we can choose to look at the positive and see the good. And thank goodness as disciples of Jesus, we've got a lot of good to look at, right? I mean, the cross of Christ and getting up every day and being in God's kingdom. What a joy and what a privilege we have. The most important choice choice you make every day is your attitude. Your internal attitudes are far more important than your external circumstances. You know, there's an also, uh, I enjoyed reading this article. There's a fascinating study done by Professor Vicki uh, Medvac who revealed the relative importance of subjective attitudes over and above objective circumstances. She studied Olympic medalists. And, you know, we just had the Olympics not too long ago. But she studied the medal uh, Olympic medalists and discovered that bronze medalists were quantifiably happier than silver medalist winners. Now you would think silver, you know, is higher than bronze, okay, third place versus second place. But here's why silver medalists tended to focus on how close they came to winning gold. So they weren't satisfied with the silver. The bronze medalists focused, tended to focus more on how close they came to not winning a medal. So they were just happy to be on the medal stand, alright? But how we feel, how we feel isn't determined by objective circumstances. If it were the case, silver medalists would always be happier than bronze. But you know, that's human nature, isn't it? You know, we can always look more towards the negative than we do the positive. I, uh, I read an article here, another article that said, uh, you choose to be happy. You know, and they were listing out some things here and reasons and, and how we could. Uh, it was, it's from a well, wellness specialist. And um, one of the things was, uh, you know, each morning for 21 days, write down five things you're grateful for. And by the end of the three weeks, 
you will have retrained your brain to focus on the positive. You know, it only takes most a lot of psychologists and studies and things you see, you know, 28 days, you can you create new habits and you can retrain yourself. That actually really works. <laughs> it really does. I mean, just it, it, uh, when you uh, go to, to new, new adventures and new things to do, you can retrain your habits. And actually, it, it works beautifully. But, uh, you know, number two is look past the circumstances, look past the circumstances, and look to the one who has the power to change everything. You know, I love 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Circumstances. You know, there's a... I know so many people whose adversity has become their ministry. They go through a painful divorce, death of a child, destructive addiction, but God helps them climb out of the pit so they can help others in similar circumstances. For God is in the business of recycling our pain and using it for someone else's gain. You know, I think about just so many in this church, in, in this in this region, in this in this group. You know, I think about Don and Donna Gay, and how you know going through the cancer that Don did, and and the circumstances that are hard. That you know, I mean, and yet so faithful in coming out of that, and and look at what their ministry right. in helping others, and and this comfort ministry that, that they have, and and what they're doing. You know, and now Donna, you know, going through some situations there. And yet, the joy and, t- and turning their adversity into bringing help in other people's lives. You know yourself that it's, you know, when someone loses a close loved one, loses a parent, loses a child, or loses, you know, if you've been through that, you can relate. You can connect because you understand. You can understand. And, and so taking that and, and helping others with it rather than looking at, you know, what happened. I know back, uh, back years ago, Sally and I were down in Cozumel, Mexico, and Sally brought, broke her, her ankle. And, you know, it's really quick to go, oh man, that's destroyed our vacation. It, you know, it, you know, what are we going to do? And, and uh, you know, she needed surgery and uh, we, don't, you know, we wanted to get her back to, to Dallas to have the surgery and, and all, this, all this stuff going on. And instead of turning it around, and you know, God blessed us with an angel that saw what happened and, 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 and sort of came over and took, picked, took us and took us to the, to the right hospital and stayed there the whole hours with us while we were there and got, you know, got us back to, to the ship and, and then even God even provided, you know, you sort of turn it around instead of what, what messed up our vacation to all along the way we were able to get back. God even provided us our car at the port to drive back to Dallas. <laughs> even provided Walmarts along the way to go to the bathroom with their little carts, motorized carts. You know, that I would go up and get and drive out to the car and slide her over in it and go in and come, you know. I mean it was it was a fun trip back. Okay? 
monster, but we had to, you know, look at the positive side. So many things to be grateful for, you know. But how easy it can be to, to sort of stay in that negative thing. You know, I, talk, I think about, you know, Terry Winter and, and the kids. And, and I just think about her heart and, and her, 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 you know, yes. courage and faith. Amen. You know, and then watching each one of their children yeah. become disciples. And, and, you know, and you just, you, you, you just, you think about those things. And there's so many, so many examples like that. But number three is see every problem as an opportunity for God to be God. Every problem we have. You look up to God and you have to look at all the other things that we have to be thankful for. Just like the guy in the video. We miss it, don't we? We walk down the street. If we have the heart and mindset of God, I want my light to shine in this neighborhood. And our neighbor comes out of the house and we walk on by. We missed an opportunity, you know. To open our mouths, to share, to let God work. You know, great to have these neighborhoods that we can walk in, right? Great to have a place to live, right? What does God want us to do with it? Just keep it to ourselves? Be selfish? Or to share, you know, just share our hearts and our lives. But I think about just every obstacle you face is an invitation for God to get involved. What's God going to do with this? I mean, I look at a guy, Tim Anderson, sitting back there on the back row. And you know, some, some obstacles he's got in his life. But man, that, that brother is so faithful and strong and encouraging. You know, he don't want to miss anything. He and Lily. What an example of faith and determination and courage in the face of trials. I mean, you just go down the list. And, I mean, being in, in this church as long as we have... I think is one of the joys because we know a lot of your history. We know our stories. We've shared our stories many, many, many times. And we know the things that you have overcome. And it's so faith-building. It's faith-building to our brothers and sisters. And I, I want to commend you for that. You know, number four is replace complaining with thankfulness. Uh, you know, whatever you do, um, I think, uh, where's that little sheet there? Okay, here it is. You know, uh, the taxes I pay, we can complain about that, can't we? You know what it means? It means you're employed. The clothes that fit too snug, mm, it means you have enough to eat. My shadow who watches watches me work well because it means you're out in the sunshine what about a lawn that needs mowing windows that need cleaning gutters that need fixing that means you have a home what about the spot that I find at the far end of the parking lot that means you're capable of walking what about all the complaining I hear about our government it means we have the freedom of speech. What about the lady behind me in church who sings off key? Well, I could put man, okay. Well, it means you can hear. 
not the piles of laundry and ironing at home. Well, it means you've got loved ones nearby. What about the alarm that goes off early in the morning hours? It means that you're alive. (laughs) The weariness of aching muscles at the end of the day. That means you've been productive. I mean, anything that happens, turn it around as a blessing from God. And thank God for those things. If I only had this, then I could be happy. If we only had a permanent place to meet, a big, beautiful church building with stained glass windows. (laughs) You know, that we could walk in and big grounds with a volleyball pit and (laughs) basketball court. Like so many of those churches out there have. If we just had that, then we could be happy. You know? I mean, there's always something. You know? And I drive by those places and I have the same thoughts you do, okay? I struggle with envy. But then I look at what we have. I look at our relationships. I look at our small groups. I look at our focus. I look at what we're putting our resources into. It's not the brick and mortar. Or they have maybe one staff person and one this or that because all their money is going into that building, that beautiful building. Wow, all our money is going into beautiful people. Amen. We got to remember that. Because yes. sometimes it's easy to get, to get that envious thought. But you know, there's so many more things for us to be grateful for. Number five is begin the day with thanking God that you are given another day to live. You know, I love Jeremiah uh, chapter uh, 29. And I know all of you know this. Because uh, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You know, God has been seeking you today. He's been texting you. Did you check your phones? He sent you a couple of just encouraging notes. You know, I'm thinking about you today. Don't you love to get those? You know, when just out of the blue, you get a text... That someone's thinking about you. It encourages you. God does that all day long to you. Because He wants to encourage you in all the little things that happen. We walk outside. We see the beauty of a flower. We see that tree that's majestic. We see those deep roots that go so deep. We see in every the blade of grass, everything that we see, God is communicating His love to us. You know, and what do we do as we're looking at other things? You know, we're off in our own world. God is thinking about you. Turn to your neighbor and just say, you know what? God is thinking thinking about you. Turn to your neighbor. Tell them that. God is thinking about you. 
neighbor. God has a plan for you. Now, now turn to your neighbor and say, are you living out that plan? Number six, look around and realize that there is always someone who has it more difficult than you. Guys, we could have been born in another country. We could have been born in the Middle East. We could have been born in Haiti in situations that are going, they're going through right now. You know, my home state of North Carolina with all the flooding that's going on right now, I know where all those places are. I used to be down there. I used to have relatives that lived in some of those areas. You know, you travel. That's why we love Hope Youth Corps, for our kids to go to Hope Youth Corps. Parents, make sure your children get to Hope Youth Corps. It costs, but it helps see how the other half of the world lives. And your life has changed, and you're never the same. We need to understand that. But look around. You know, and in closing, spend time with thankful, positive people. Don't you just love to be around positive people? You know, you be the encourager. So people want to be around you, alright? You be positive. But we also want to be around others and be positive. And, uh, you know, discipleship. Guys, make sure you have people in your lives. Make sure you're getting together. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so many. We would love to get together with every single week. We so many relationships. We, you know, make sure that you have other couples. If you're married, that you have other couples that's in your life every week that you can share, you can talk with, and you can help each other. You can encourage. And when we get off on that negative road and, and all that, we can help each other, pull each other back on. Yeah, that's right. And we love to get together with those couples that we do. We just absolutely, it, it, it's a blessing. You, everyone, we all need that in our lives. You know, we give thanks. As Paul said in First, First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2, we give thanks to God always for you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers. Make sure you have people in your life to help you and can point out when you get on that negative road. You know, in closing, Psalm 118, verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made. You know, today is a day. You can determine how you spend it. You develop an attitude of gratitude, a heart of thankfulness, and it will make the difference in whether you are faithful all the days of your life. It will make the difference. It will definitely make a difference. So let's turn to each other. We're going to stand... Because we're going to close out here. But I want you to stand and I want, let's, let's all stay together. Alright? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Alright? We're going to go out and we're going to rejoice. And we're going to make decisions. And choose to be grateful and thankful. Amen? Let's go. Alright. Amen. Thank you. Let's go to God in prayer. And uh, then let's have a great fellowship.
Father in heaven, we uh, are so grateful for your love. And Father, we have so much to be thankful for. And God, we know that in our human nature, our flesh, our sinful flesh, that we can dwell and we can focus on what we don't have. And Father, we know for, for all the centuries, God, that those that have gone before us, they've struggled with the same thing. Even our brothers and sisters, the Israelites, way back, always look back to Egypt. They always look back. They always... But God, we do the same thing. And so we pray that You will help us to look at You, that we will keep our eyes upward, that we will thank You for every single thing, everything, Father, in our lives, that You will, will just abundantly bless this group and bless their hearts in their efforts, God, to, to bring You glory, to live out their purpose, and to, to be thankful. We love You with all of our hearts. Be with us this time of our fellowship. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.